Hey guys, welcome back. This is The Takeoff. I'm your host, your podcaster, Norgie. And it's episode 7. I'm sorry I've been MIA. I've been working non-stop, dealing with COVID. I haven't, you know, thankfully, I have not been infected with COVID, but I've been having to quarantine because I have either worked or been in contact with someone with COVID. As you guys might know, I am a flight attendant here in the United States. I travel all over and I recently worked back to back with two people on each different flight um, that tested positive for COVID and it's it's been, you know, challenging having to deal with it and not being able to go see my family on Thanksgiving and I won't be able to see my family during Christmas because I will be working right before Christmas as well and um, it's been hard times for everyone you know very very hard times and uh, dealing with depression has been very stressful uh, people think that because we live as flight attendants such a glamorous life, um, which I mean, I might I can see that it can be appealing and glamorous to some, but in reality, it's not that glamorous. You know, it's it's fun to an extent. Um, during these times of quarantining, of COVID, of wearing masks, of people refusing to wear masks, of people not acting like animals, you know, because it's, it's, I'm sorry to say, people are acting like animals on these planes sometimes, and it's ridiculous, it's ridiculous, um, I'm just happy that I still have a job, but at the same time, (laughs) depression is creeping up, man, especially because I'm basically alone, I'm based in New York City, I'm basically all alone in my apartment. Um, I come into my apartment to silence. There's no one here. I leave. I spent the day here. No one's here. No one to talk to. Yeah, I can call, whatever. But it's not the same when you have that interaction with someone face-to-face. And it's very hard when you're, um, when you're basically semi-quarantining alone because you just can't you know just can't get up and go see your family my family lives in a different state I work out of a different state and it's just been really stressful really hard for myself um, to be literally in a strange city because I, I wasn't raised and wasn't born and raised in New York City I came to New York City when I first started this job and I honestly was going to transfer out but then it kind of grew on me and I you know living with other flight attendants at the time kind of made it time just flew at my current airline I'm going to be with them for five years next year in May it'll be five years that I've been flying which is crazy crazy in my mind like I never thought that it would be Time would pass so fast. 
but it has and it's been uh, a journey it's been a journey and it's been stressful and depressing at times you know because you put up this facade you know as fellow tenants we always learn to just keep smiling through give it be pleasant and keep smiling through whatever situation you're going through never show your real you know never never to show that you're scared or your real feelings you know we are real emotions and um it's hard it's very hard because I don't really talk to many people about what I feel but I feel comfortable you know knowing that someone might listen to this and might understand what I'm going through it's hard depression is it's it's one of the biggest leading mental health uh, issues in this country and around the world and especially in a job as the one I do a career that I have which is being a flight attendant and traveling all over don't get me wrong I feel very blessed to have this job because it's a job that a lot of people want and few can achieve and um it's a job that has taken me to places that I've only dreamed of and I've been fortunate enough to go see places that a lot of people will want to but never achieve um coming from where I come from I a lot of you might I believe I talked to this um on a previous episode where I come from the hood I come from South Jersey born and raised in South Jersey and um grew up partially in the projects and you know my grandma's house uh East Camden (laughs) um it's it's a big accomplishment for myself uh, to be able to leave that environment, move to Florida, which nowadays that's like the thing. Everyone from the East Coast, North Northeast, wants to move to the South, especially to to Florida, either South Florida or Orlando. I moved to Orlando. I moved to Orlando in 2003 when. A lot of people were not really moving to Florida and a lot of places, and it was, like, still livable. Nowadays, like, it's just packed, and rent has gone up, and the jobs do not pay enough compared to what the rent, you know, the equivalent to what the rent is, and the food cost is, and, you know, it's just not paying them. But, you know, it's not, needless to say, it's my home, too. Um... But I'm very fortunate to have the job that I have. But at the same time, it's very lonely. Very lonely. You get to the hotel. You get to the hotel. You, you know, you, we get our own rooms. You get there and you're all alone. I recently, I had a 52-hour layover in New York. And that's basically two days. That's two days, literally. Two days and a few hours. Um, into the third day alone in a room and it's like you call people but you don't want to bother people have lives and stuff and it gets really depressing because especially during this time you just can't really go out you know what I mean you just can't say oh my god I'm going to the museum 
or I'm going, you know, to 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 the mall because I went to the mall to do Christmas shopping, to finish my Christmas shopping, but I go with caution. You know, I went in mind knowing what I was going to buy. I went to buy. Normally, I browse through the mall. I can spend two, two hours minimum in the mall, just browsing, going from store to store, checking the bargains, looking around, taking my sweet time. No, this time I went like I was in a freaking race. Like I, Speedo Gonzalez, I knew what I was going to buy. I had it in my mind, okay, I need to buy this and I need to get out of here. And that's exactly what I did. I didn't even buy food. Normally, I sit down, buy some some lunch. No, what I did was I bought a tea, some iced tea, because I was parched, I was thirsty, and I wanted to, um, I wanted some tea. So I got some tea, and I immediately called the Uber because another another thing, it was raining. So I mean, it wasn't a great day. It was gloomy. It's New York. <laughs> I mean, New York is okay, <laughs> but um. But I immediately, and then went to my hotel room, and you just sit there. There's an, it's so much, it's a limited amount of TV I can handle, um, and it's very, I, there wasn't anything on TV, I was just there, sitting in the room. Then I come home, right, and I come home after this four-day trip of doing absolutely nothing, just silence. No one here. No one to say hi. How was your trip? How are you? How are you feeling? Are you tired? Are you hungry? Nothing. And my partner was working. He, you know, we don't live together. He has his own place. Um, and, I, you know, I get it. But it might seem so minimal. But for some, it gets to you. Because you see, you, you, it's like a routine. Like I go out, I wake up in the morning right before a trip, I shower, I brush my teeth, I make sure I have everything in my bag, clothes, pack my bag, put on my uniform, feel fabulous, you know, feel empowered with the uniform, get on my ride share, um, my, my, you know, my car service comes, picks me up, takes me to the airport, I get on this big plane, I travel to all these different places, different countries, I stay there, I mean, this past trip, the one that's 52 hours in New York, um, I started off with a layover in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, which are, you know, a lot of people be like, oh, that's cool, you went to the Dominican Republic, nice, warm, you know, did you go to the pool? I did absolutely nothing, because... COVID has really taken a toll on things and people are playing around, you know, they're not really, they they think that this is a joke and it's not, it's not a joke. You have to take it seriously and be cautious. Also too, like, I don't want to, you never know who's around you that has it. People can be asymptomatic. You know, I've, you know, Pat, my past trip before the one I just finished. I worked with people I didn't know, you know, had COVID. And I'm not blaming them because they probably didn't know themselves until they got tested. You know, this this virus is so deadly and so has has made us think and made us, you know, reflect on what's important in life. 
and people take take for granted so much people take for granted so much and I hope that in this new year people start changing their attitude changing the way they think the way they they live life because it's some scary times you know it you know we went from being able to travel anywhere in the world we want to to basically no country as an American no country wanting us because of the way we this government and our country has treated this virus and if we do if we aren't able to go to certain countries it's like everyone flocks to it and it becomes a spreader event you know I've heard of I've known of people that have gone to these islands and have come back with COVID. I mean, they survived, but you don't want to jeopardize it. Just like, okay, if I catch it, okay, if you catch it, you probably be the one dying because you're going up with, oh, you know, booby, booby got uh, COVID and, and, and he, didn't, he didn't die. He said it wasn't that bad. Okay, but you don't know what kind of underlying health issues you have. You might think that you are healthy, but you don't know what's underneath that skin. Underneath all that, you know, you, you don't know. You can be the one being intubated. You can be the one being put in a body bag. Like you don't want that. You don't want to you don't want to be able you don't want to be the one catching it, being asymptomatic, bringing it to your family, and they be the one that's like basically you killed them. You basically killed them. People have to take responsibility. Ownership. Be respectful. Show some humanity, some compassion with each other. Which we have lost in this past few years. No humanity, no compassion. No respect for life, no respect for others. You know, we don't have to agree with each other. We don't even have to like each other. But how show some respect, some dignity. Life is too precious. There's so many beautiful things out there to see. For you to just be so careless, so recklessly, you know, so reckless. So not giving a damn. I just really hope that people take this time to reflect, to call on each other, you know, because as a friend, you never know out there who's going through what, who needs to hear that voice of, hey, how are you? Just checking up on you, making sure you're okay. Now, I don't like to tell people my problems, but I don't like to call and bother people to tell, hey, you know, I'm not feeling good, I'm not the kind of depressed, you know, feeling lonely. Because I don't want people to feel sad for me. But I feel like this is a way for me to vent, express my feelings, what I'm thinking. And I just I just want everyone to just take care of themselves. Because COVID is not the only deadly killer out there. Depression. Depression is one big, silent killer. 
So I tell you this. Look in within yourself. And try to find hope. And clinch to that hope until you see the sunlight. We're all going to get through this. We're all going to come out survivors. going to be out on the beach one day and sipping a mojito (laughs) and saying, yeah, that was some dark times, but we overcame, we conquered, we didn't give up, so don't give up, clinch into that hope, clinch to that hope. someone out there that wants you to succeed. Don't let depression defeat you. Don't let COVID get to you. And if you have COVID, if you're going through it, you have to find the strength within you to fight it. To let the devil know that he's not going to win. Do your breathing exercises. Straighten those lungs. Take those vitamins. Don't stay in bed. Walk. Get up. Find the strength. We will defeat this. We will all defeat this. This is the takeoff. I'm your host, Norji. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Keep some social distance. That's right. Stay six feet apart.